Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys, where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton, along with Mike Hanford. Did I do that? And Tim Kalpakis. Got any cheese? How are you, hosts? It is Urkel night here tonight. I was going <laughs> to say you should do the cheese one. Oh, uh, well, I said it, and now that that fun has been had, I can say, what is up to all the slotheads? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I want to ask the slopheads, uh, did I do that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you think Mike did it, you know, email us. <laughs> Hashtag Urkel done did it. Doesn't Urkel have like a slew of catchphrases? He's got lesser known ones. Um, yeah, you got in cheese, high Carl. Uh, uh, I'm Stefan now. Right, right. Uh, I'm in love with Laura, but also Maya. And he's got that catchphrase like, hey, I <laughs> turned that little porta potty into, well, a transmogrifier. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I'm finding them. All his catchphrases? Yeah. Well, so what's the beginning of uh, the beginning of like that uh, Family Matters show? I think when he was saying like "got any cheese," the the rumor about him was that like he ate his lab rat or something, in, in, <laughs> or his like mouse or something in in science class. So the lab rat is in the stomach wanting cheese. So that's what that's he's- what I was to infer. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you, do you guys remember these little gems? I've fallen and I can't get up. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't have to take this. I'm going home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that was funny. He did that well. Did I do that? We all know. Sure. Whoa, mama. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Sounds more of an Eddie line, but okay. And uh, look what you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what's funny about catchphrases is, mm. well, they are funny, um, but depending on the catchphrase, I guess. But, of course. Um, mm-hmm. you, we're writers, right? Yeah. Sure. And um, Sure. We, I'm an Emmy-nominated writer, um, but it's easy to say, oh, catchphrases. But I have caught myself writing a script and kind of trying to do a catchphrase, and it's really hard. So I do think, other than just making a character say a thing a lot of times, the uh-huh. idea of coming up with a catchphrase that sticks is a little bit baffling to me because I've, I've snuck it in with a little pilot scripts. I've said, you, this guy, he said this line in the cold open and then he said it again in the tag. <laughs> well, you, you got a catchphrase on this <laughs> damn show. What is up? That's right. Mm-hmm. You've, you've branded yourself a catch. What does catchphrase come to? What's the catch part of it? Well, catch is like when you grasp something and phrase right. is an expression or sentence. Yes, yes, yes. It's catchy. So catch. Fr- oh, it's a catchy phrase. Yes, the audience catches it. It's a ah. catchy phrase. I would have never thought of that. A catchphrase. What's is a catchphrase? Catchy it's a catchy phrase. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not to bring the room down to a from a boy a hot boil to a simmer, but uh, we lost another one to uh, this <laughs> invisible foe that's been creeping across our nation for the last about two years. Yeah, and you can hear it in the last episode. Tim, you're quite froggy. Yeah. Also, wait, when you say we lost one, we, we mean we had a, a positive COVID test amongst <laughs> our band. Lost one tends, Mike, usually people will use that for uh, casualties. Yes, uh, right. I just mean we lost one in terms of our, right, I shouldn't make light of, because people did lose people. But I meant more so in terms of uh, we had a clean record going. Yep. We were yeah. 0 for 3, and now we're 2 yeah. for 3 with COVID. I'm... <laughs> I, I well, Tim, tell your story. I got, I've got Kofefe. I've got <laughs> it right now, mm-hmm. and 
it's so funny because guys last week, I think that pandemic historians can study this podcast because last week we were talking about the hop, skip and go naked. Mm-hmm. Hanford was staying at my place and we were having a lot of FaceTime. We were yucking right. it up, watching TV, talking. <laughs> T- uh, we'd face each other and the TV would be on to our <laughs> side, our left and right. Yeah, we put the TVs over our shoulders so we could each see. Um, but while we were re- recording the hop, skip and go naked episode, a drink that required us all to be in the kitchen mixing up uh, a punch bowl together. Right. Remember... When we were like setting up, we were talking and I hadn't even clocked it myself. But Jeff, you said, ooh, Tim sounding a little froggy. And I said, yeah. <laughs> right. and, you, and you said, watch it. And, right. I remember. And I, and I was like, uh, this guy's got Delta paranoia because he thinks everyone <laughs> gets Delta. And mm-hmm. during the podcast, if you go back and listen to, there are two coughs, one toward the beginning, one toward the end that are maybe my first two COVID coughs. Oh boy. And then me and Mike were watching Team America World Police, which absolutely holds up. This is after the record? After the, right after the record. Um, And we shooed you out of the house, Jeff. So I said, okay, he's gone. Let's put on Team America. Yeah, because Jeff, you were like, (laughs) you guys aren't going to watch any of that puppet shit, are you? (laughs) No, no, absolutely not. You said, if you watch anything, make sure it's Live action humans. Yeah, we're not watching Flesh America. Characters. We're not. We're not actually watching Crank Anchors. Nothing. Like <laughs> Nothing. We promise. We promise. <laughs> and you kind of backed out of the door, like, okay, I'm going to trust you guys. <laughs> um. Anyway, Mike, uh, it, we're, we're we're watching this movie. I start to get some sinus pain, and that's mm. like my thing. Once a year, I get sinus pain. I go to the doctor. They say, Tim, you got another one of your classic sinus infections. Here's a Z pack. <laughs> You'll be over it in a week. Right. Um, Set your watch. Do it. But I had a stack of home COVID tests. So willy-nilly, happy-go-lucky, I cruise into the kitchen. Mike's watching the movie. Oh, no, we finished the movie. Uh, Mike, mm-hmm. I left early. I, you, you were complaining about your nose, and I said, ah, I can't watch the movie here. This well, you, is, you couldn't <laughs> hear the movie. It's getting in the way of the movie. You couldn't quite hear the characters over. Like, sinuses. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'll go in my room and read. But I go in the kitchen as I'm kind of closing up shop for the night. I take a COVID test. And, you know, maybe people can relate to this. When you take a COVID test, you want that negative result. Yeah. Yeah. There's a home cove. There's a home COVID test. Home cove. Um, I took it. Positive. I yeah. take another. I take another. I take another. I take a different brand. So I've got three positives from one brand and one positive from another. I text Mike, I have COVID, frowny face. I text yep. Jessica, I have COVID, frowny face. I quarantine myself in the front, uh, sleeping on the couch. Next morning, I go get a professional test, positive, positive. Whew. I've been quarred up. Yeah. And uh, I wouldn't say I'm asymptomatic because those are symptoms, right? Uh, sinus. You lost your sense of taste, right? Or smell? Later. Yeah, kind of the same time frame as Jeff, where I had this for like four days, and then I was like, I think I'm through it, and then suddenly, you know what's funny is I, um, <laughs> I'm bored out of my mind, stuck inside, so <laughs> I, 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 I had gone, I've been trying to go outside a lot and go steer clear of all humans, like by like 100 feet, but I've been like hiking yeah. in Griffith Park on, in my solitude, and That's I came good. back from a hike. And I was kind of depressed getting back from this hike because I was like, well, that was my activity for the day. What the fuck else am I going to do? So I was like, I know. 
kind of achy from that big hike, I'm going to take a bath. I don't do that. Ooh. That's something that people do. Ooh, I haven't taken yeah. a bath in a decade. Yeah, that sounds decadent. <laughs> and then I take out, I reach for Jessica's fancy bath accoutrement, right? Uh -huh. She's got Epsom, <laughs> yeah. Epsom salts and she's got eucalyptus flavors. And these are things that are odorous. These are fragrant. <laughs> these are fragrant objects. Yeah, right. And mm -hmm. and I get ready to bat. I, I I jam my big schnoz into the eucalyptus salt, Oof. and I get ready to take a deep sniff. And I go, nothing. Wow, nothing. Then that stinks. I had kind of fun uh, testing, kind of running around. I smelled all the this yeah the, the seasonings in my. Spice cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> I did liquors. That can be fun. I took, um, I, I think I was maybe getting more than you, Jeff, because I, I get no flavor, but I do feel sensations on my tongue for, uh, salt. Oh, okay. Spiciness. I ate a hot pepper and that still burned me. And then I took a shot of like the highest proof alcohol I have. I've got some like rum that's like 160 proof and it still burned the Jeez. shit out of my mouth. Um, yeah, but it's like you don't register as a, is it you don't register it as a taste as much as like oh my nerves are definitely yeah, being just stimulated a, <laughs> just a burn it cut through cut through the noise. But I've been eating a lot. I thought I w I told myself hey I may as well just eat raw vegetables for a week and get really healthy. But that's it, what I said. Well, you know what I found? What? That you know, chicken wings are still a dynamic meal because <laughs> you, you bring you bring be it a drummer flat you lift it up to the face. You poke the tongue through and the, the <laughs> salt, the vinegar, the spice is nice. Mm -hmm. And I've been eating chicken wings every day. Okay. Oh, no. All Tim. right. Not even avoiding the carrots and celery on the chicken wings. Um, yeah, those go straight <laughs> into the trash. Actually, you know, weird one. I kind of get salad dressing uh, too. ranch, which is not a powerful thing. Yeah. Ranch dressing is, is doing something for me. So I have been slathering that on on my food as well. You're so you're still not tasting. It's still bad. You're still, it's, it's still bad. I'm, I'm bummed cause I'm excited for tonight's drink. Maybe the taste will come back just in time, but I'm in general, I'm fine with the whole thing. I, I, I had a panic, you know, day one with COVID last week on the podcast, we, we, we talk so flagrantly about how we had just been at the Tam O'Shanter. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I had eaten a prime rib and we had had some martinis and stuff. So I had a lot of guilt when I got my negative test, uh, positive test. I just like, I had all these flashes of like indoor talking maskless to people, which I have not done. Like, uh, right. but I think I got this thing at a Dodger game. And then the day after the Dodger game, I was indoor at the Tam O'Shanter talking to maybe like 10 of our friends, like one at a time for 15 minutes. And I ate that prime rib and never put my mask back on after eating. So yeah. I had like, a, you know, a few days of texting people and be like, uh, you got kids. Can you get tested? Or you, I, you, you see your parents, maybe you should get tested. Yeah. And then all of those people, like six or seven people have texted me that they tested negative. So then the pressure's off. I don't really care anymore. Well, you're, yeah. I mean, dear uh, slop head listener, you're probably wondering, well, Mike was in the house the whole time. He was yeah. in there for a week. Mm -hmm. Four tests, all negative. Mike, you, you are very resistant to this disease. I think so. I, I did a home test with you, then two more before I left for LA and then when I, or for New York. And when I got back to New York, I took another one. It was fine. Yep. All negative. You know, it was funny. You were talking about, uh, you texted me, I got COVID. I didn't see that. And I got up to go to the bathroom and you poked your head out and you're like, Mike, I got COVID. 
And I was like, because oh, I was tired. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you could muster. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> um, well, um, since then you left the next day and, and I've been uh, sleeping in this little room where you were sleeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a funny little couch. It's a little too short. And you got to bend the knees. You got to do a little, mm. yeah, a little uh, gymnastics on that thing. But <laughs> yeah, you once you find the right Simone spot, you're in, you're in for the night. Uh, well, you haven't left that room. Oh, I've, I've, uh, I'm sleeping. Jessica's sleeping in the master. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. I yes. haven't gone in that room. And then when you know we we've been like. You know, at night we'll watch Ted Lasso together, and I sit twenty feet away from her, and we both have masks on. Yeah, uh, yeah, and she's negative ha- too, right? She has continued. She gets tested almost every day, and she's still negative. Amazing. Um, Amazing. You know, we've been having dinner like facing each other from like across the room, and the whole fucking, you know. But uh, you when know, are you done you with do? your? When are you done with your quarantining? I think I got to make it through three more days. Eey. Okay. Yeah. But then you can go outside. The taste is back and you're back to normal. Well, I've been going out. I've been diligent in the apartment. But, um, you know, me, I'm a people person. I got to go out and yeah. socialize. So I've been I've been still, <laughs> I, I've gone up and down the, the Sunset Strip a few more times. Uh, yeah, just wow. glad handing. Actually, I did. I have some regret. I, I, the other day I went to the beach and I posted on the sloppy. But, you know, a lot of people are, are I've got very kind people are saying, Tim, get well soon. Get well soon. Yeah. And I wanted to show people that I, that I'm fine. And Mm -hmm. I appreciate the concern. So I posted this video like, hey, everybody, I'm on the beach. (laughs) And a few people, rightly so, were like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) I saw that. But I assume you would have been like very far away from people. I was so I I didn't touch anything. I didn't like I I was nowhere near anyone. And I was out. I went to the very end of the beach. But in the video, you can you can see a guy behind me. And even when I watched the video back, I was like, I think I get that close. Like I was truly like 100 (laughs) feet away from Everyone, and guy? then there's this big fat jag off behind me who's kind of yucking it up. <laughs> but I mean, he was he was truly 25 feet away. But in the video, it kind of makes him look. Uh, oh sure, well that's close. a lens thing. Yeah, totally. Oh yeah, well, and I had put on. Uh, you know, I, I just switched lens from a 70 to a 50 right uh, before mm, that shot. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Well, Tim, uh, I mean, get better as soon as you can. We we miss you tasting stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I miss tasting stuff too. Uh, we miss that. We miss that famous. This is good tasting to me. <laughs> <laughs> the flavor is coming right through. Yes. Sounded a little bit like the big hand bopper. Who uh, to all the listeners of this podcast? If you subscribe to our Patreon, it's often hosted by the oh, big yeah, hand the, bopper. The big hand bopper shows up over there a lot. I, he wouldn't be showing up here, of course. I'm not going to do it here because no, uh, this is free. People didn't, no, this is, this is free. You didn't pay the extra money for a character. <laughs> and and every once in a while you hear Wolfman Tim. Yep. But then I'm not going to do that here either. Wolfman Tim shows up, and then nobody, another third little radio guy doesn't come it's in. Sort at of all, crickets over here so far. So yeah, far. so far, so far. Maybe he's, don't worry. We believe maybe he's going to find a. A Casey Kasem type character. <laughs> oh, maybe. I'll we'll say. Jeffy Jeffsum. <laughs> Casey Kasem is the voice of Shaggy in Scooby Doo. Isn't that crazy? Hey, he's the voice of reason when it comes to the top 40, in my opinion. <laughs> Everyone, may, everyone's weighing in with opinions that are way off, and then Casey Kasem <laughs> comes in. He's the voice of reason. He's the voice of fucking reason, finally. Uh, well, that's a great little update, Tim. And Mike, if you get it, 
we can't do a third deep dive on everyone's COVID experience. You're going to have to condense it. <laughs> this is crazy. I mean, like this COVID is, is taking ha- my band away from me. I, I'm out there. Oh yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't I'm, do I'm a auditioning, show. I'm auditioning new people right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you bring in, I, we've talked about this before. You, it should be you and a couple of voice actors. Casey Kasem uh-huh. would be pretty good. Oh, that would be yeah. good. Right. Maybe I could get the real, a real Tony Soprano impressionist. Two, <laughs> two impressionists, and I'll be the third, and we'll do like a Tony Soprano. Same format, but it's just the Sopranos host. The prescription pod. How about this, Mike? <laughs> you yeah. get the, guy, the guys that did the singing for Millie, Millie and Vanilli, because they were- Ooh, that would be good. They had good voices. They didn't really have the look, though, so they'd be good on pods. Right, and I got the look. Yeah, you got the look. <laughs> I got the look. Yeah, you do. And, and Jeff you makes a good point. Look. After- Hearing two deep dives on our COVID situations next week, if Mike has it, we just say, COVID, moving on. Yep. yep. He had COVID, and it's like everyone else's, and uh, he's fine. Yep. Oh, Tim, it is funny that yours was just like, ah, I get this every year, because that, that was my thing, too. Well, I, I think that the thing with COVID is it's a shapeshifter, and it the symptoms you get are the ones you're prone to. So, <gasps> so, so it shows you yourself. Yeah, I had small Ah. dick syndrome. (laughs) Yeah. Wait a second. I have huge dick syndrome. Mm. (laughs) All right. Enough. Enough COVID. Enough. Enough of it. Enough. We've had it. That's enough. We don't want it. And let's get into the drink of the day. Ooh. (laughs) Well, we may have had COVID, but (laughs) when it comes to the sidecar, you've had? Oh, Tim, I'm so happy to announce I just had a sidecar at the Dresden. You did? Just now, like a couple days ago. They make good drinks too, so like this will be a good, like you know know what to expect, I think. Oh, yes. Now what, uh, it's funny you say Dresden because I've not had, but I know this drink from, I know it's an old school classic because I've seen it on the menu at the Dresden. I always get a martini, but then I see the sidecar. And Musso and Frank also sidecar is on the menu. What motivated yeah. you to pull the trigger and order it? Did you know we were doing this drink? No, no, no. That's part of why I, uh, Tim, when you were like, "How about any of these?" I was like, "Oh, sidecar." Um, I went with a, a friend or two, and we each sort of had like, "Oh, I'm going to try the Manhattan here. I'm going to try the old fashioned here." And you know, you get two or three friends, you have two or three cocktails, and you're all you're all sipping each other's. And uh, COVID, that's oh a very good yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> and then, and then uh, <laughs> oh no. And you start to go down the line and you see, like, oh, I've, I've, I've heard of a sidecar. I'm going to try this. Now you're, now you're trying other people's drinks that you don't know. I'm walking down the bar with a straw. Hey, you got to pay the tax, man. <laughs> now, that, you know, that kind of leads into my point that we're, we're not smart men. You know, we don't. Hmm. Um, the three of us, our, our brains don't exactly have, uh, they don't carry yeah. a lot of information in them, but <laughs> yeah. they don't have money. They don't wrinkles. hold water, so to speak. There's, they're, they're, but here's one thing that we have, the three of us have managed to learn on this podcast, mm-hmm. and that is a sour. What is a sour? You guys know what a sour is, right? Like whiskey sour. The three things. Huh? The, what are the three factors that can make a drink that is entitled a sour citrus. I want to say a lemon, a lemon, uh, a, a syrup. Yeah. Yes. And then a soda. Yep. A liquor. Here's you. Okay. Oh, so liquor, maybe we, 
So maybe we're not Tim, as smart you, as you. You look so disappointed. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I haven't really been taking any of this stuff. In. This is maybe the only no. The, the main thing we've learned on this pod is there's a common tiki confusion about Blue Hawaiian, Blue Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. Yep. Other thing we learned is you want to make a good tiki cocktail, put a lot of different rums and a squeeze of lime and then one different ingredient. But mm-hmm. the real building block to cocktails that we've learned yes. is a sour is liquor, something citrus, mm. and something sweet. Sweet. Uh-huh. So, so that was the whiskey sour, whiskey, lemon, sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Someday we'll do the daiquiri, which we've discussed, but that's rum, lime, sugar. F- fucking, we talked about the fucking uh, margarita. We said that's tequila, lime, triple sec. Triple sec's a sweet thing. Yeah. Now, wait a minute. Was it, what was the, um, what was the, <laughs> who's, who, oh boy. Who's, who's that old author who wrote uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls? Hemingway. Hemingway. Now the Hemingway daiquiri that we did that one. Yes, and it was basically yes, okay. the it was the 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 rum lime sugar, but then with a little grapefruit instead of the sugar because he was diabetic, right, and a little right, maraschino right, right. for some fun. But our beloved um, uh, Trinidad sour is bitters, lemon, or jat. Or jat is an almond syrup you find in in my ties. So there you go. Oh it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a spirit. Yeah, it's a sweet. I, and that my, sweet I thing I, can go ahead. I guess I was just thrown off because you're like, so what makes a sour? And you're right, those are all sours, but I think of them as just like, that's just a shitload of cocktails. Right. <laughs> I mean, that is kind of most of the, the unforgettables and old cocktails on the IBA list are basically that. But, you know, I think it, it's in your normal life when you are in the mood for a drink, let's say you got a hot date. You know, and, and your hot date is sitting out on the couch like, oh, make me a drink, big boy. And you go into your kitchen like, what yeah. the fuck? What the fuck am I going to make for this chick, man? She's she's all fucking ready to go. Uh-huh. And you reach for all you need to know is one alcohol, one sweet thing, one sour thing. Damn. Basically. Yeah. Well, and you can reach for the sweet thing or you could also be a sweet thing yourself. That's always nice on a date. Yeah, or it could be, be a sour little, thing. You'll be sweet. Yeah, don't be sour. <laughs> be sweet. Not me. Bitter. <laughs> um, the Trinidad boy toy. Lover boy. Okay. The, 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 the sidecar is, is cognac lemon triple sec. That was a long way of saying that. So uh, where does it come from? You know, hey, Paris in the 20s, kind of, uh, I like to think of it as a movable feast. It's kind of a city of lights, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. There, there's, there's a bar. There's kind of a cloudy history here, but there's a bar I've been to called Harry's New York Bar in ah. Paris. And it's Harry's cre- in Paris. That's what's funny is that it's, I went there because it's funny to see a New York themed bar in Paris. Like they have all these like football college pennants on the wall and it's acting like Amer- like an American college bar, but you're in Paris. <laughs> Um, that's cool. That's crazy. And they, they've, they've been credited with like, if not totally inventing being in the conversation for like the, the bloody Mary, the Boulevardier, the French 75, the monkey gland. Mm. Um, and the sidecar is one, one of those, but it's funny because I, I was reading up on the history of this Harry of Harry's bar. He came out with a kind of a formative, important cocktail guide called the ABCs of mixing cocktails. Mm-hmm. And, in the first edition of his book, he says that the sidecar was invented by Pat McGarry at the Bucks Club in London. Michael, Ooh. you told us about the Bucks Club. Dukes, Be- I've been to. 
no, no. Uh, the Bucks Fizz in our in our mimosa episode. Oh yes, ah. we talked about the Bucks Fizz, which is from the mm-hmm. Bucks Club. Um, anyway, so Harry was like, "Yeah, this the psycho was invented at the Bucks Club," and then late, in later editions of Harry's book. He's like, the sidecar was invented by me at my bar. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but then there's this other important book called Cocktails and How to Mix Them. That's an old one. And they say it was the Bucks Club. Yeah, some people say it was the Ritz Paris, who, Mike, you've mentioned them before because they invented the bee's knees. Ah, yes. There was nice. another Hemingway hangout. That's where when World A War I uh, ended, Hemingway and his buddies went to the Ritz and they had 50 martinis waiting for them and they had a big booze fest. Um, (laughs) Anyway, some people say it's from New Orleans. Either way, it's European most likely. It's Mm. probably the Bucks Club in London. Um, But I think the reason for the French and the New Orleans lore is probably just because cognac is a French kind of a thing. Sure, Um, sure. As far as the name, there's a myth that um, uh, an American army captain pulled up to Harry's in a sidecar of a motorcycle, went in, uh-huh. invented the drink, and then rode off in his sidecar. <laughs> okay. Um, da- sure. Dale DeGroff, legendary New York bartender, he says, <clears throat> COVID. <laughs> oh, ouch. Um, Dale DeGroff says it probably came from when you, if you're mixing a drink, you make too much and you pour a little into a sidecar. Oh, I like Kinda that. Kind of like the martinis at Musso and Frank. You get a little sidecar. Mm-hmm. So maybe this was somebody's extra from some other drink, or we don't really know about the name. But let's just all agree, probably a European thing from the 20s. While America was in prohibition, this mm. got popular in Europe, came over here, took the world by storm. You can get it at the Dresden, you can get it at Musso and Frank's, and the recipe is 50 milliliters cognac. 50? 50. 5D. That's wow. a nip. That's a nip size. Hmm. Yeah, okay. that's exactly a nip size. I got a nip cavassier. Go ahead. Right. And, and, and so brandy will work. Cognac is brandy that's, you know, meets some certain cognac standards. Mm-hmm. Um, 20 milliliters of triple sec. Love it. Can do that. Quite often people recommend Cointreau. Ooh. I'm not going to do that because I probably ain't going to taste shit. But if you guys have it, go for it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. 20 milliliters fresh lemon juice. Cool. Pour all ingredients into a cocktail shaker. Shake well with ice. Strain into a chilled cocktail glass. Garnish not applicable, but I have seen a lot of like sugared rims where you yes you put put maybe on half the glass you rub a sugar ooh like a lemon wedge. That's what Dresden does. Oh yeah, yeah. Dresden does it, and and then also they do a house curacao. Also, uh, uh, probably instead of triple sec, I would say. Yes, you know what you can also do. If you don't have cognac or triple sec, use Grand Marnier because that's orange cognac. Hello. Hey, two birds, one stone. Um, wait, to say again, it was 50, 20, 20? 50, 20, 20. Great. Those are also my measurements as you work your way down my body. <laughs> <laughs> Watch yourself. Hey, now, I didn't uh, I didn't even answer. I This is a never had, never heard for me. Wow. Never heard? Those be- never heard. Wow. I mean, I've heard of it as we were discussing. Just the, blissful ignorance over there, yeah. Yeah. Man, not <laughs> I so blissful it. either. <laughs> frustrated. <laughs> frustrated ignorance. After I said the name like a couple dozen times, I saw your ears start to perk up. Oh, sidecar, yeah, like, what's that? Interesting. Yeah, something I should probably start listening to. He's saying it right to me. And then you kind of <laughs> held up one of those old-timey ear horns and you leaned in. <laughs> hmm, what's that hey? you say? <laughs> huh? 
All right. Well, we could do this all day, but I think I want to make this drink. Yeah, let's get into it. Oh, boy. That was almost a bopper. Almost a bopper. (laughs) (laughs) The the big hand bopper isn't coming out in this free episode. Let's go make the drink. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, we'll be right back. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. The Sloppy Boy Show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Folks, are you ever right in the middle of a busy week and you're thinking to yourself... God, there's not enough time in the day to get all this stuff done. It happens to everybody. Our schedules these days are just too jam-packed. But think about this. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Take a nap? Maybe read that book that's just piling up with dust because it hasn't been touched in months. The thing is, a lot of us spend so much of our time wishing that we had more time. The question is, time for what? Oh, interesting. If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And guess what? Therapy can help you do that. Therapy helps you find what really matters to you so that you can do that thing more. Ooh, that sounds good. Now, I've benefited from therapy. I've gone to therapy. And and in situations like this where I feel like uh, the world is just coming down on me, I can't do anything to get out from under it. There's not enough time. Well, I was talking about this to my therapist, and she said to prioritize the things that are important to me. Ah, that's a little interesting. Therapy is helpful for learning about positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, which, well, we all want to be. And it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. I think some people don't realize that. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and uh, suited to your schedule. Remember, we were talking about the schedules just moments ago. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Listen to me and do this. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Let's do it to it. back sidecars in hand they look good they look they great. do look good this is a a cool looking little uh thing and i, I like and getting I, to use a you know uh our, some of our fancier glasses you know much like the yellow bird i like anything that's classed up a little bit i need to up my glassware game um i'm people on the instagrams they've been seeing me use the same glass over and over again i gotta get a nice <laughs> i, know, they're, I they're gotta talking. get a nice martini 
Well, look at this. I got this like a uh, Jameson, you know, when you buy like a. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A gift so box. One of those, uh, Jameson gift mm-hmm. box thing. Pack. It's got the yeah. little logo on there. You're talking about uh, Yellowbirds, you know, uh, this Labor Day. I went out into the park with some friends. I made some Yellowbirds. Oh. We were all up in the, <laughs> the Yellowbird tree. In the tree, tree. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. It really is a nice, it's a nice one to surprise people with because it's, it, it, people like it and it's refreshing, but they go, I've never had this. I've never had anything like it. Yeah. And did you and invent this? Yes, I invented this. Basically. Now, kind of. uh, when Labor Day was over, were you a little reluctant to come back down from the <laughs> yellow bird tree? Yeah. I was like, uh, I might just hibernate up here until uh, summertime. It's safe up here. <laughs> yeah. It's safe and the drinks are cool. Send some more up, my man. <laughs> well, let's uh, see how things are in the sidecar lane. Mm, ooh, nice. Jeff. But I'm trying to make a new place where the drink <laughs> takes you. Stop trying to make sidecar lane happen. <laughs> you can make fetch happen if you want. Ooh. Sips. We'll see about that. Sips, yeah, sips. Let's take some sips. Ooh, okay. fuck. Okay. Mm, uh, well. It's a little more uh, sharper than I thought it would be. I'll tell you that. Ooh, that, I just had one of those things, you know, when you swallow, and as the... Uh, the cool liquid is going down your esophagus. Your whole like chest gets cool. Oh, I like that. Ooh, yeah. It's put me in sort of a brandy mood. <laughs> oh no, yeah. I hate when real cool Je- chest. Jeff, don't you hate when Mike is in a brandy mood? <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> yeah, if I have I just the right co- cognac, I get in sort of a brandy mood. Uh, brandy mm-hmm. makes me randy. Well, it's funny because mm. cognac is so warm and inviting. You know, it's yeah. like, uh, yeah, to put all this cold and citrus in it is a, is a balancing effect. I shook the hell out of it, and then I I had my glass in the freezer all day. So that was, I've gotten a, I'm getting a nice, good, cool drink, which I like. Oh, it is good. It is good, though, mm-hmm. isn't it? The taste, taste-wise. Oh, way to rub in my I, face the very thing that oh, I'm getting. you can't no. taste it. Oh. Oof, nothing, huh? I... I'm pleasantly getting some pings and pangs. I could feel, oh, that, that's a little bit of lemon up front. Oh, that's a little a little chunk of ice that slipped through my Hawthorne strainer. <laughs> but but, but I'm, I'm not getting any flavor whatsoever. Damn. Um, now, Tim, you must have a knockoff because ice doesn't get through a Hawthorne strainer, okay? <laughs> Actually, that is their guarantee. Is it true Hawthorne? I lied. I said Hawthorne because I wanted to sound fancy, but I actually... Just poured it straight from the top of my martini shaker, and that's why some ice got through. Mm-hmm. But I wanted some ice because it would make it a more sensual experience for well, a flavorless guy. Well, Tim, I'll tell you this. Don't tell Jack Schramm. I got a Hawthorne Schrader. I ain't never used it. Jeff, <laughs> I have <Shit>. one. <laughs> Shit. I have one. It just is funny to reach for it, you know, like to... to I, I like the ice chips. It's Japanese style. We've learned. I love it. Yeah, plus the strainer's on top of the, the thing already. It's, you're fine. it's built in. You're ready to rock. Yeah. I feel like the Hawthorne is more for when you stir it, and then you put that thing on top. Yeah, but, but you wouldn't I need a, a more fine... Like, if you stir in a mixing glass, you shouldn't be getting shards whatsoever. Mm. You, you shouldn't, shouldn't be getting be. sharts either. <laughs> well, how well, many shards did you guys have during <laughs> while you were mixing this one? Up? It, it just takes one. <laughs> you know what's kind of funny is uh, mm. in the I I've never seen the film Along Came Polly, but, but I, I've certainly seen the trailer. Ah, yes. And in the trailer, the Red Band trailer, 
Philip Seymour Hoffman, who was kind of cast in like, I'm sure a role that was written for Jack Black, but they instead got seems like it. Philip Seymour Hoffman. He says like, Ooh, I sharted. You know, when you shit, but you fart, you fart but you shit, I sharted. Oh, and God. it's kind of sold as if it's like their joke, but that's, it reminds me of like, <laughs> uh, in American pie, they're like, she's a milf. She's yeah, a mom. Yeah. I'd like to fuck. And it's like, you didn't come yeah. up with that. That's did so they? weird. Or did they? No, they didn't bring. They didn't come up with that. See, that's like when they're big, right? And they want to do that joke, but they have to educate the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It was just like, so we're the biggest platform this joke has appeared on, so we're like, we sort of get credit for it. This is what Drake does with music, but this is the movie yeah. version. Oh. That's true. I saw a version of this kind of recently. I was on the Doughboys Double <laughs> name drop. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and... Uh, we watched the Simpsons pilot and, and um, uh, oh, that made me feel like do, it was do, 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 flying do, 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 through the clouds. Talking. I'm just going to background with it. See, I, right. I thought that was HBO, but keep going. Homer. <laughs> Danny Elfman's uh, theme song, Danny Elfman from Oingo Boingo, appeared in the film Back to School. Anyway. Um, just for, well, again, for the people who are not Patrons, that's what we've been talking about uh, this week on the, on the blowout. Yes. The movie Back to School, and it was a wonderful episode. I think the fans would agree. Speaking of Patreon shows, <laughs> much like the blowout, I was on the Doughboys double, and yes. my boys, Mitch and Nick and Joe Saunders, and we were talking about Bart. They're singing Jingle Bells at a school recital, and mm-hmm, Bart yeah. goes sings Jingle Bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an egg, and Homer's like Bart, and it's it's like they didn't. They didn't write a new, they didn't have Bart, they didn't write new lyrics for Bart to say. Ah. They just had Bart say the thing that we all said. The well-known uh, thing. I thought yeah, that was from was, The Simpsons. Was that, is that not? No. Well, that was, that was the query that I posited. Uh-huh. I don't think that was from The Simpsons because I had heard it. Well, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't think I got it from The Simpsons, but uh, it does seem like in a pilot when you're introducing a, a brand new uh, yeah. type yeah. of rascal you gotta (laughs) stick with what you know but that's for a whole different podcast and a whole different blowout yes sure yeah agreed uh that that's weird if you're a writer you should write you should write jokes you shouldn't just listen to what kids are saying on playgrounds you know what fucking drives me crazy is when people on like sitcoms you know there are certain phrases that are just like public domain or whatever like anyone unfortunately can say so that just happened mm. and i love like that, that doesn't be- belong to anyone but then when you see people like literally using it's science it's like no no that's from anchorman that's right. from a famous <laughs> movie that's not like not just yeah. anybody gets to that's use not a that. common parlance yeah, that's no. and it's but uh it, it's like your your take you stole Adam McKay's writing. Like, you, you can't on Modern Family be like, my wife, and not have it be like, that character is doing Borat. You know, it's like. That sucks because I've been, on this show, I've been doing a lot of, uh, by Jupiter's beard. Yeah, that's Zeus? true. Zeus's. And I've been doing a lot of, so that just happened. <laughs> well, Mike, your impression of Pixar movie, movies was, uh, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Wait, that's Pixar? Whenever there's a... Uh, I gotta go. You know, that's... N- namely, namely Moana. I think uh, The Rock's character, Moana, does a lot of just like, not really jokes, but just like, uh, I'm gonna go. <laughs> in, I'm okay with like, it in that con- I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm never gonna laugh at that shit. Um, it's for morons, but... Hey. I did like, I like <laughs> Moana because I like the music in Moana. I've talked about 
yes, yes. liking Maui's song before. Yeah, shut up about yeah. it. But at least they're putting it in a context where it's like, oh, the ancient god Maui from these from the South Seas using chuggy millennial slang. Right. That's that's not funny, but it's a take. That's a better take than just passively yeah. doing it. It it be it's the the joke is that he's like he shouldn't be talking so modern anyway. It's it's so, a, it's uh, the same as Arnold in Terminator 2 saying like I'll be back. Chill out. Uh, or like fuck oh, off dick, <laughs> dick wad. Yeah, chill out. Perfect. Perfect. That's hot. that's from that's from Batman though. That's when he's Mister Fr- uh, Doctor Fr- okay. Mister Freeze, Doctor Freeze. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, look, John Connor. That's a te- catchphrase that, that that didn't work for them. John Connor teaches him to say all sorts of cool stuff like "Hasta la vista, baby." Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. You know, we weren't all saying "Hasta la vista, baby." Not yet, we weren't. Uh huh. But uh, we but, we uh, well, soon would. Sp- Spanish people were saying it. I like when people uh, put a twist on. They go "Hasta la bye bye." Yeah, I love that. <laughs> you like, dude? That? You, you know what yeah, I love? I love that. I fucking love that. Dude. I I miss when. <laughs> When Arnold was the governor, I liked when people would say the governator. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Or when people say gubernatorial. Yeah, yeah. He was he was terminating. Uh, uh, I don't know what any of his policies were. <laughs> terminating uh, <laughs> taxes. Uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. He was That's, terminating taxes yeah, for the wealthy. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. What I wanted to ask you, we've got we get away from this sometimes, but when we do a drink like this, we've never had, mm-hmm. except for Jeff. What do you what do you think of like when the sidecar came up? Mm, I should picture the sidecar of motorcycle, but for some reason, I pictured Charlie Chaplin. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> did, okay, did Charlie cool. Chaplin ever have a movie like the the not the Tramp, the Kid or something, where he, like maybe he is on a motorcycle and then the kid is in the sidecar or something like that? I think that was Little Motorcycle Car. Oh yeah, like a Stuart Little. Something. Yeah, that may have been Stuart Little or uh, one of the Muppet movies. <laughs> you, you know what I think of when I hear Sidecar is the fucking mid-aughts New York sketch comedy group with Justin Tyler and yeah. <laughs> Arthur Meyer. Not nope. Arthur Meyer, Matt Fuck. Fisher. God Close. damn it. <laughs> yeah, those guys were great. We used to do festivals with well, them. We, we had, had them all at the same time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's a fun thing about doing sketch comedy is like, there's people that you would like those guys were in New York uh, and we were in L.A. So but and we never hung out there, but we'd be like in Seattle or or San Francisco and be like, oh, yeah, let's get some shabu shabu. <laughs> you know it, my man. Um, yeah, oh, wait, it, it's no, always uh, cool. Uh, uh, and Alden Ford. Yes. Yeah. God damn it's it. always great um, when you're at like a sketch fest, hanging out with other sketch groups because you're, you're like, this this is the coolest group of people uh, existing. Yeah. <laughs> These are yeah, and cool. we were right. Yeah, anyone yeah, we who says right, that is right, dude. You know, I used to do this thing whether <clears throat> we were at playing Montreal or Chicago or Seattle or New York. Ooh. I used to always kind of like raise a glass and say, "We fucking run this town now this yeah, weekend." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you do to the to the masters who came before <laughs> to Chevy. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, we, had whole, we had a whole police uh, <laughs> and the kids. May we make Saint Catherine O'Hara proud upon <laughs> this eve? Uh, yeah, I used to go to some of those uh, sketch comedy festivals and check into the hotel under a different name because I didn't want to yeah. let anyone know that I was there. <laughs> yeah, but you would check it under the name Sam Richardson. 
<laughs> yeah, I would try to get a, a better <laughs> comedian. <laughs> hey, can I? Uh, I'm trying to make it into the good showcase. <laughs> yeah, here's a uh, funny guy's name. Can I use his, his name? <laughs> uh, these always like sidecar made me think of uh, like a, in a James Bond book. It would they'd mention like a sidecar uh, drink yeah. or something like. Uh, oh, really? Well, I could tell he was drinking. Maybe not the, specifically a sidecar, but it'd be like. I could see him across the bar. He was drinking a sidecar, blah, blah, blah. It just I seems feels like, like, a, like a drink like a, that would have been... I could see like a Raymond Chandler kind of noirish type of thing. Like after a couple of sidecars, I went to the greedy part of town to see a lady. <laughs> <laughs> to solve this case once a and for all. A gritty lady, yeah. <laughs> yeah, these are good. I, 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 would, I did go Quantro and... Nice. Um, you know, maybe I sweeten it up with a little classic triple sec next time. Nice. You could put, uh, I've heard of bartenders putting a little splash of simple syrup in there just to soften the edges. Mm. I mean, it, it's damn good. Uh, I will say the one at Dresden was better. Interesting. The one made by a professional bartender at a famous <laughs> Yeah, but Tim, I'm going, I'm going off the, I'm the letter of the law off the International That's Bartenders true. Association. Heard of Wait, it? Wait, you're talking IBAworld.com? Yes. <laughs> Can you tell Jeff like what was the difference between the the one at the well, bar and this one? They had a very they had like a paper thin ghost of a lemon floating on top. Just so we're all clear, this was lemon we were using, right? Yes. Not lime. Yep. Okay. Correct. And I've seen this with a, an a, an orange peel in it before. Yeah. And. Jeff, you've mentioned this before. I love it when the garnish isn't... Doesn't match the juice in the, the same, fire. Yeah. Yes. It's that extra... It's like, yeah, I'm squeezing lemon in here, but when it comes garnish time, I'm putting a lime. Yeah. And <laughs> it, it, it sort of gives you like a WTF moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this. Do you think that this podcast is the show with the most WTF moments? Yeah. yeah I think I so. think, uh, you know, it'd be nice to get to the point where it's like, this WTF moment is brought to you by Twix. <laughs> <laughs> We should have fans, uh, listeners of the show, write in and share their WTF moments yeah. with us. And the bigger the brand, the better. Like, Twix is good. Yeah, what about uh, Coca-Cola? Or what about Amazon? What about JustCoffee.coop? <laughs> Pow, shit my pants. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like, see, new advertising and podcasts are cool because you, know, you, you can say what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can let the brand be you. <laughs> uh, I love that. Um, pow, I shit my pants. I forgot about that. Also, the, he, uh, he doesn't do that. He doesn't still. He only does that. He's not sponsored by them, is he? He doesn't have guests <laughs> anymore. He just shits his pants. But I, I, that was years ago when I was like, you know, really listening to Marin. And uh, the Doughboys, though, their Manscaped ads are fucking insane, too. Do they still do those? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Less I heard. <laughs> We got to stop talking about other podcasts. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, folks. Uh, this podcast. Yeah, uh, uh, unsubscribe is great. to those podcasts and listen to just this. Michael, mm. I we sidecar yes. sidecar of a motorcycle. Motorcycle. Right. You have are of everyone on this pod. You're the only <sighs> owner of a motorcycle. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, not anymore, Tim. Yeah. I got rid of that thing. But so th- it was a short-lived episode. <laughs> you love that. It bike. was a short-lived episode, but I had it for a long time. Yeah. It it wouldn't run anymore. Uh, but yeah, I bought a motorcycle after we got paid from, <laughs> I think probably Comedy Bang Bang or something. Yeah, we got some fat stacks, I think. Yeah, and I uh, went out and bought a motorcycle that was <laughs> very cheap 
And it was also this a, is also I want to say this is the same week I bought my T Bird. So we were, we were just like going out and buying funny vehicles. But dude, Tim, uh, Mike, your that bike looked awesome. It looked cool. Yes. It was like cafe racer with like I think it was a fifty cc. Like it was barely a scooter level. Yeah, Engine. it's like whatever CC is like just below highway legal. So I think it was like yeah. 149 or something like that. That's I, I know those 49. CCs from uh, Mario Kart. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly right. The Star Cup, etc. But it had a painting. It had it looked like a World War II fighter. It had like a mouth yeah, painted like on a B-52, it. like the the shark look on the uh, yeah on the gas tank in the front. It was olive green and it had like mm-hmm. a red bullet nose with like the shark teeth and like a yeah. really determined eyeball. And I was like, if that doesn't match the driver, I don't know what does (laughs) it did not uh the driver could not figure the fucking thing out (laughs) to drive it in traffic i jeff and i took it a few times to a uh local church church parking parking lot lot. and tried to get our our legs under us on that and then i one time took it out into the road and i just could not fucking figure it out yeah honestly like (laughs) it was i couldn't get the gear shifting down and the traffic was too much it's no it's no cakewalk i don't like uh noisy bikes like you know if i'm doing anything in my life and somebody Mm. drives by on like a really loud motorcycle i don't like it like i nearly always roll my eyes and mutter and curse at them and stuff um but when you're on one boy is it different if you're making the noise yeah hey everybody Uh, look at me and i actually (laughs) doing a thing i was like mike i'll tell you what i'm gonna drive it to this church parking lot this time and I fell yeah. off that thing going like, <laughs> going zero miles an hour. I'm still like, ow. It's <laughs> like a block. Away. <laughs> yeah. it, seriously, like it hurt. It really hurt. Yeah. And, and like the last fa- time, the last time we took it out, it, it, you were taking it down there and it broke out. It broke down like halfway oh, yeah, to yeah. The, the parking lot. <laughs> it just like stopped running and it never ran again. Uh, somebody told me like right after I bought it, someone was like, well, you know, it's motorcycles. It's not. If you're going to crash, it's when you're going to crash. And after I heard that, I was like, oh, yeah, what the hell am I doing on a motorcycle? It's scary. When I drove to the beach the other day, both on the 101, on the way out and back, I saw motorcycle crashes. And Oh, yeah. You, it's just you. You know, it's like if you crash, that's like your your leg. You're like a water balloon going 60 miles yeah. an hour. But I but you leather. Cool. The thing was cool. You're wearing leather. We got some cool helmets. We had a helmet. That was cool. We got some cool pictures on it. When I was a kid, my grandfather had two mopeds that he got off of the want ads. And they were yellow, I want to say like French or Italian mopeds. And they were even weaker than yours. Like a Triumph. And when he got them, it was a pair of mopeds and they came with a sidecar. And they don't don't seem powerful enough to even be able to have a sidecar. But if I can find (laughs) pictures of it, we're going to post that shit. And then also I made a fun little video of me driving that moped around. Uh, Post that shit too. Post it up. I'm I'm terrible at those fucking... I had a friend who had, like at different times, had two... Like my friend got a dirt bike and he was like, Tim, come over to my house and ride my dirt bike. Was he John Connor? It was Tom Cahill. <laughs> Close. <laughs> but he goes, you know, those the dirt bikes, they're like, it looked like a motorcycle. It was just a little smaller, like a mini oh, bike. Yeah. And I was like, check me out. And I, I cranked the throttle all the way. I shot forward and I fell to the side and it pinned my leg. And I was like, help. And he came and he pulled it <laughs> off me. And I never rode it again. And then a year later, he got a tow goat that's way more horsepower and a big fat ride. Sorry, and a I tow goat? 
yeah, I think it was like T-O-G-O-T, something like that. Right. Not Togo's Sandwiches, which is a chain out here in SoCal. Mm. Yeah, I used to love Togo's. It's still but I hopped a, a year after the, my first crash, I did mm. the same thing. I was like, hey, check me out. <laughs> and I shot forward and I fell to the side and it pinned my leg. And I said, help! And he pulled it off of me. And the, the leg pin is bad because uh, on, on my old moped, there was a rotating cylinder thing on the side of the mm. bike. And if that pinned on you, you know, it was a moving object that would be hot and would be like on your calf. Oh, um, this was hot too. This burned me. That eh, sucks. Dang. Well, to bring things back to the sidecar, I, uh, maybe Tim, you came across this when you were uh, studying up on it to give us all that information at the beginning of the, the podcast. Mm -hmm. In I read this in a uh, GQ interview. Mm -hmm. Gentleman's Quarterly, yeah. That's right. When he was recording the um, song uh, Montero, mm -hmm. Lil Nas X was drinking a lot of sidecars. Really? Yeah. And so anyway, so now that we're on the subject of Lil Nas X, did you know that when he was uh, <laughs> recording his mm -hmm. so are we, that song, uh, Montero? Jeff, do you agree? Jeff, do you think that we're on the topic of Lil Nas X right now? I guess we are now. Yeah, for sure. I think so. I think, yeah, we were talking well, about Lil Nas X. Well, because we came up with, Mon the, yeah, we were talking about Montero for a while. So. Right. No, no, he right. was drinking a lot of sidecars. Sidecars, yes. Yeah, if so says this article. It's tough to find the article. But uh, <laughs> the, so when he did uh, Montero, he was also like in this, you know, because Lil Nas X is a pretty, he's online a lot. He's on Twitter. He's a, uh, you know, a young person who just feels like he's got his finger on the pulse. He right? kind of yeah, plays sure. the Internet. He's a little bit of a novelty artist because he's so savvy with the Internet. Right. And the ironic thing about him is that he doesn't know like a lot about like memes and stuff. He doesn't? No. Yeah. He doesn't like know memes. It's, it's weird. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Lil Nas X. He seems like he would know memes. They, they like confuse him and he doesn't, he's not sure where they come from. Anyway. Does he follow um, Grape Juice Boys? Uh, does he follow? He didn't mention it in the article. Okay. Or okay. fuck advertisements. In, uh, I don't know. That either. Okay. No. I think he said he, he at one time followed fat, the fat Jewish, but then stopped. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good, I think, good, good. I don't know. It didn't. It kind of like, it was like continue on page, uh, you know, 150. Yeah. And I was like, I'm like gonna yeah. Okay. Now. It's tough to find it. Yep. Uh, the article, you can't find it anywhere. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not even going to look for it. I take your word for it. Mike, we trust right, you. We, so we take you at face value on this one. So, but I, but I, uh, they, on, in the article, they had a link that you could type into your search engine and find the, um, <laughs> the original audio. Yeah, normally was, you know, if virtual. I have the link, I don't put it in the search engine. I put it up in the address bar. Yeah, well, this was, they said just like put this word into the search engine. Oh, okay. And it was um, Lil, Lil Nas X, uh, Montero, original lyric. So I, oh. I downloaded it and I sent oh, it over. Okay, yeah, I see where This is awesome. So these, these are the original lyrics to Montero. Right. During a time, uh, you know, call Montero, call me by your name. We all know that. Yeah. Right. Uh, this is during a time, yeah, where he was just like, kind of like, I'm the, I'm the guy, I'm the internet guy, but I just don't get the meme. So yeah, take a listen. Some lady pointed at her cat I don't understand why we text each other that I'm not sure about fancy Winnie Pooh And why is Willy Wonka acting kinda rude? Tell me about this post, <laughs> tell me about this meme I think Irma Gerd girl really likes to read I don't remember Kermit ever drinking tea I like the ones with Spongebob, he's funny to me Please explain your meme 
My fall plans versus the Delta variant. Please explain your meme. I guess I'm just not that irreverent. Uh, okay, Lil, uh, why, 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 why don't we take a break there for a second? Uh, I don't think these uh, lyrics are working for us. Why don't you try a few with the lyrics that we wrote for you? Yeah, I, I think that's a good idea, Benedicto. Why don't we go back to, you know, call me when you want, call me when you need, call me by your name. Yeah, Lil, I just think that's going to play better on the radio. Yeah, definitely play They're better right. on the radio. Okay, uh, so why don't we um, take an hour for lunch? Our lobster thermidors just came, so uh, we'll crack into those. and uh, Then we'll come back to this and, and uh, hit it on the park. I know you can do it, Lil. Thanks, Lil. Yeah, thanks, Lil. They eat wow. lobster thermidor for lunch in the studio? Yeah, I, well, hold on. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> it's, it's crazy that this is what they link to in that article. Um, yeah, so apparently you call me by, call me by, tell me about your meme is what he wants. Please explain your meme. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Please yeah. explain your meme because he right. doesn't get the memes. Yeah, and it's, it's cool because like, <laughs> Uh, he, he, if we were playing this song in like our meme episode or something, that's one thing, but this yeah. kind of came up naturally because we, we were talking about the sidecar and it reminded you that Lil Nas X li- drank a lot of sidecars while he was making Montero. Yeah. So, so he said in this interview in GQ magazine, the gentleman's quarterly, right, which right. we're not going to look for because he said it's nobody can find it. It's hard to find. It's hard. It's as much as I enjoyed these original <laughs> lyrics because they really cracked my ass up. Uh-huh. It feels like where where the song landed, Doctor Benedicto and Little Thrilla, these producers. Like I'm no, I'm not a fan of them, but they no. do, they do have a certain amount of wisdom when it comes to what happened with this song. They yeah. know other people's music, like they can they can help other people. And, and they've definitely um, since we first met them, like they've really just like shot up mm-hmm. the, the charts. They're they're working with better and better artists. They're given more yeah. and more yeah. opportunities, and now yeah. it's cool to see that like. I guess I gotta hand it to them under this under the steady hand right. of Dr. Benedicto and Lil Thriller. We have we have what we now know as Montero Call Me By Your Name. A great song, one of the smashes of the summer. It used to it would have been Montero, please explain your meme, but those two who we know are bad musicians, we've heard their original music, yeah. got in there and said, I can I'm I'm away from the driver's seat enough to really and thank God, like it, it, it doesn't bear a lot of their other trademarks, which is like you know, uh, clips of Bill Clinton, right? Or um, awful, you know, awful. yeah, or all that shit that um, Professor Pecker and Young Sniz were doing, which we we didn't really like that shit either. But here's what's interesting: are they producing now, or, or are they not? I, they've producing kind of they falling off, fallen off ever since. Uh, we, um, I don't think we've heard the last of them. I hope not. Here's what's amazing about the the evolution of this particular song: mm. to go from "Please Explain Your Meme." Mm-hmm. to call me by your name. Like, it didn't even land with a word that rhymes with meme. You know, it... it, uh, it, well, it well, meme, name... I would say meme and name are sort of a slant rhyme. Uh, I would Tim, say. You, gotta, you gotta imagine, could Eminem rhyme it? Yeah, he probably yes. could. Yeah, he probably could. Also, oh, he, the he, thing he wasn't... Rhyme anything, my God. <laughs> the thing uh, that we heard, like, this wasn't them trying to make a rhyme for a meme, they're like, let's just try the other lyrics. Right. They wanted yeah. to speak truth. Right. It has nothing to do with rhyming. Yeah. yeah. Rhyming is, they don't care about rhyming. They just want to like give people something that's going to like get them going, get them on the dance floor and get them fucking right, revved right. up. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to, we're going to talk about, you know, questionable rhymes, uh, uh, Delta variant and irreverent in the last t- 
three lines of the song. Yeah, those aren't really great rhymes. Either. Yeah, variant, irreverent. No, yeah. yeah, actually, those were pretty good when you break them down like that. <laughs> Did, with the way I just broke them down. Yeah, the way you broke them down. You should. Uh, you should look into producing uh, hit records too. Yeah, every once in a while, I like to break things down. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. All right, folks. Why don't we uh, go make a second round, and then we'll come back with our final thoughts on the sidecar. Oh, great. Good. 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 Please explain your meaning. No, I'm doing it. <laughs> catchy ass song. Catchy song. It's the beat, not the lyrics that make it so catchy. Okay, we're back. Final thoughts on the sidecar. Well, for me, this was a... Uh, just a P.S. A pleasant surprise. Oh, mm-hmm. and I thought it was great, and I'm gonna have <laughs> it again. It's pretty easy to make. This this could replace my uh, my yellow birds when I go to the park with people to impress them. <laughs> that thing you did one time, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, twice. I've done it twice. All right. <laughs> that do impress me much. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm uh, you know I'm here to say I'm ready to get into the sidecar lane. Yeah, rev me up. Yeah, right. Yeah, rev me up, Tim. Um, what did you say as your final (laughs) COVID? Oh, Jeff, what did you say as your final thoughts when you couldn't taste the yellow bird? Oh, I I probably had something like really witty and clever, but it was something like. See, I don't have that type of wit. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. Um, I think I'll say this: I'm very frustrated because I think that this drink is my style. I love cognac. I love triple sec. I like sours. I like drinking out of a cocktail glass. I feel sad. And (laughs) I do. I do like expanding that kind of repertoire of old old school classics because I drink so many martinis. And I'm not really a Manhattan guy, but I like ordering them just because of how they look. (laughs) And I feel like this could be the drink for me. Especially mm. this time of year, maybe even going into the winter. I'm gonna wh- when my taste comes back, I'm gonna make one of these and I'll give you guys an update. In the meantime, oh good, I, uh, I I feel like I can't really. It was cold. That's nice. Yeah, that was cold nice. to the touch. Yeah. Um, isn't it strange, Tim, to uh, start to feel intoxicated but not have <laughs> had tasted a cocktail? Yeah, it really makes me. If I lived like this all the time, I would just have a bunch of Bacardi 151 and just. Uh, just to feel something. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's no reason. That, you know You know what I've been drinking this week? I actually haven't been drinking much because I have COVID and I'm sick, so I shouldn't drink. But when I'm trying to make it through an episode of Ted Lasso, I'll drink a uh, Bud Light Seltzer tie-dye, which mm. I have left over. Mm. Yeah. And, and what was the flavor that I didn't like so much? Uh, Summer Ice? Yeah. I yeah. like drinking those because it just is bubbly and and refreshing. <laughs> that's, and that's true. <laughs> Perfect for I COVID. I like the bubbles. Yeah. You don't have to taste it. And it's just a nice <laughs> long sipper. I can feel the bubbles. Um, I think this is in order again for me. Uh, mm. Dresden did it better, but um, I don't like a dainty little coupe glass. You know? Mm. Here's the thing. Jeff, you a martini. You got, Tell him put a martini glass. Jeff, go on Amazon. Yes, Bezos' domain. <laughs> and just you can get like a cheap pack that's like one martini glass 
one old fashioned glass, one Tom Collins glass, you know, then you're, it's yeah. like $6 to have your bases covered. All right, fine. Just, just hope, actually put this in the memo when you uh, order it. Mm-hmm. Don't let Ace Ventura deliver that thing. He treats <laughs> packages like yeah, that's crazy. A, I mean, he's concerned. He, that's not really his job. Right, right. But you got to admit, he was pretty rough with that package at the beginning of one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> got to admit. I saw Ace Ventura one in the movie theater with my brother. And yeah. it was like, <laughs> it was like, we showed up late to the theater and we didn't know if it would be like too late or whatever. So my parents <laughs> dropped us off and me and my brother ran into the theater and then we walk in and like that kind of cold open scene is going on where Ace is kicking the, he doesn't say UPS. It's like fake letters. Yeah. Yeah. I forget. Um, anyway, we step into the theater and we're like, okay, cool. We like made it. It feels like the movie's just starting. And my brother was like, go tell mom and dad we're good. And I was like, but I want to watch. And, and I, the whole theater was cracking their shit up. And I, <laughs> I remember I ran out to the parking lot and gave my mom and dad a thumbs up. Like, yeah, we're going to watch the movie. And then when I came back, <laughs> I had missed that scene. But like the, 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 my brother and the, and the crowd, they were all laughing so hard that I couldn't wait for that movie to come out on VHS so that I could finally see that scene. And First I remember five minutes. <laughs> also, flash forward HDS. a few years. HDS was his... Uh, HDS. Um, yeah. Same mall, movie theater, a few years in the future. I go to see Truman Show. Them idiots at the screening, it was a sold-out show, The Truman Show. They laughed their asses off at every word, regardless. Mm. Oh. The Truman Show is kind of a serious movie with a few right. jokes in the mix. They laughed at everything Jim Carrey said just because they had decided they were oh, yeah. going to see Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah that sucks. Um, we, we've had that with uh, Wes Anderson also. Oh, yeah. We're just like, I mean, that's a little different because like you might be dealing with like, you know, people who are maybe aren't into the indie stuff so much. And then anything Jim Carrey says, they're just like trained to laugh at. Yeah. Whereas the, the Wes Anderson thing is just like hoity toity audience members just trying to feel like they're in on the joke. And that's what I'm like. Oh, yeah. Mike, we, when we saw, um, kill bill volume one, remember at that movie theater in Hollywood, there was a yeah. real laugher kind of like proving like, I know that Tarantino is being tongue in cheek. Yeah, and like, it was so weird because it was just you and I and that one guy. <laughs> he laughed his ass off. It was like Sideshow <laughs> Bob cackling in a movie theater. That sucks. I When I saw um, the latest John Wick movie, there was a guy near me who was like, la- he wasn't trying to make a point that he was laughing, but he was like laughing a lot and trying to like stifle it. And I had no idea what he was laughing at. Like they were, they were like fight scenes. So I wonder if he was like a stunt person who was like, oh, this is, they're doing it all wrong, or I don't know. <laughs> but it was it was just very funny to see him laugh. He could have been listening to the Slobby Boys podcast on his oh, yeah, did you Yeah, we hadn't even had come out yet. Hmm. Damn. Uh, so I don't know what he was listening to. Hey, speaking of movies that you missed the beginning, the first time I saw Jurassic Park, I missed the Raptor cold open. Uh, and I remember coming in on the shot where they're pulling the lawyer in. To the to the dig site, which is like immediately after like the cool like raptor cold open. And so my first shoot her. Yeah, I miss shoot her. And (laughs) then um shoot her. So the first time I saw it, I was just McGavin. I was like, yeah, I love Jurassic Park, but I I did remember feeling like it was a really slow beginning. Because with (laughs) like that cold open, it is. It's very slow. So that's that movie where a lawyer is like straddling, (laughs) standing on a (laughs) flotation device and they slowly pull him forward on a rope. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, wait a second. Now, Jeff, you didn't make the, you you couldn't taste the yellow bird. 
Correct, but I have. Have you made one since? I have, and it was good. Okay, I actually liked it a lot. Uh, That was a sort of a tiki, lesser known tiki. Yeah, yeah, right. But the the secret ingredient is that Galliano. Ooh, the Galliano, that big piss spike. Yeah, if you haven't heard that one, folks, go back and listen to that. Go listen to that one. Um, what th- this one is cool. Uh, I, I said I don't like coupe, coupe glasses, and it's not because they're dainty. They are dainty. It's because they are tippy. Mm. That's the same reason I don't like a martini glass. They're, mm. they're too wide. Give me, give me a nice deep coupe, Jeff. <laughs> then I'll carry this- it around. A when, carafe. Jeff, when you're carousing, when you're walking around, sloshing your drink, yeah. have a beer, okay? What, what, uh, a cocktail glass, yeah. is, it's an experience. You have a seat, mm-hmm. you take a deep breath, and you say, I'm going to take 20 minutes or 30 minutes, and I'm going <sighs> to enjoy this cocktail. I'm going to think about the sips. I'm not going to walk around the room seeing if I can chase tail all night. Uh, Tim, I'm, I, Tim I'm, I'm on the move. I'm Gen Z. Bop, bop, bop. Give it to me now. I'm moving over here. Yeah, Gen Z loves chasing tail. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they love it. But here's the thing. If you want to do that, fine. Do a little Molly. You know, uh, do, do you live that okay. life? But, but I don't want you drinking a sidecar. When you have a sidecar... You gotta I want s- be you stationary. Sit on a stool, mm-hmm. thank the bartender for what they have given you, mm-hmm. and yeah. think about the concoction. Think about the sour and the sweet and That's the taste that can't be beat. It's beautiful. Sour, the sweet, the liquidy treat. That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys, where we release these recipes ahead of time. Also, be sure to check out our Patreon, where subscribers can unlock The Sloppy Boys Blowout, our weekly bonus episode. That's patreon.com slash The Sloppy Boys. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Hasta la bye-bye. <laughs> um, I'm going to go. Yeah. Oh.